Coming up on Studios America, Glenn Beck dials in from his ranch to break down the upcoming January 6th show hearings. San Francisco makes an uncharacteristically good decision and ousts their progressive district attorney. But we start by addressing the near disaster at Brett Kavanaugh's home this morning, as we do the consequences of rhetoric. Stu does America. What a day. What a day. Did you know someone tried to kill a Supreme Court justice today? Is that a problem for anybody? You know, it's a problem for some people, but not as many as you would think. That's kind of the problem here. Let me bring you back to the beginning of this, and this is how it kind of unfolded uh, this morning. Carol Markowitz, who we've had on the program, friend of the show, uh, she says, I can confirm the man taken into custody outside of Brett Kavanaugh's house last night was a 26-year-old white male with a California driver's license, previous address in Seattle. She had earlier tweeted that uh, someone had tried to kill Brett Kavanaugh. Traveled to town to kill Brett Kavanaugh. Why? Hmm, very interesting. Well, Washington Post came up with a story. What a uh, man with weapon arrested near Brett Kavanaugh's home, officials say. Very tame headline for what seemed to happen. Uh, as the details have come out later on in the day, we've learned a lot more. The Justice Department has charged the man who was arrested near Justice Brett Kavanaugh's house in Maryland early Wednesday with attempting or threatening to kidnap or murder a U.S. judge. The man, I'm not going to give you his name, California, had called emergency authorities saying he was having suicidal thoughts and had a firearm in his suitcase leading to his arrest. He told law enforcement he had traveled from California to kill, quote, a specific United States Supreme Court justice, according to an FBI affidavit filed Wednesday. The affidavit said he uh, was upset about the leak of the Supreme Court opinion related to abortion rights and upcoming gun control case and the school shooting last month in Uvalde, Texas. On Wednesday morning, he was carrying a suitcase and backpack filled with a tactical knife, a Glock 17 pistol, two magazines, ammunition, pepper spray, and zip ties. I mean, this is just twisted. He also had on him a hammer, a screwdriver, a nail punch, a crowbar, pistol light, and duct tape, the affidavit said, and it talks about uh, how it appears he was trying, he was going to per- break into the home and potentially do uh, physical damage, not only to Brett Kavanaugh, but also his family. That's absolutely incredible. And so, so predictable. Now, I want to make very clear here. The person responsible for attempted murder against Brett Kavanaugh was charged with it today. Okay? That person is uh, the person who is most at fault here. And no anchor on MSNBC is uh, responsible for the actions of some crazy person. It's not a standard that I'm comfortable with blaming everybody and everybody's words for everybody else's actions. Though I will say, you have to look at the way this thing, meaning the decision was leaked initially. This opinion that came out was leaked with intent. Intent that we've covered over and over again on this show, and we covered on day one. The intent was to scare or maybe harm conservative justices so that this opinion would not come to fruition. That is my belief. We don't know who it is yet. Eventually, maybe we will. At this point, though, I mean, you look at the reaction 
uh, from the person who leaked uh, about the person who leaked this opinion. And you see nonstop praise from the left and nonstop horror from the right. So I think it's pretty clear where this came from. And I thought it's I thought it was honestly obvious from the beginning. We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll be surprised on this one. Who knows? But I will say it does appear that someone on the left leaked this with this exact series of events in mind. This is a feature, not a bug of leaking this opinion. The goal was to intimidate, was to perhaps harm, perhaps even kill one of these Supreme Court justices. We don't know. We do know that someone took it that way and decided to go and do it. Thankfully, this person wound up, there was an initial reporting that someone else had called at first. Then there was reporting that he called himself feeling suicidal. Um, we don't know exactly what happened yet, but there's still more, much more detail to come out. Uh, there was a lot of reaction, of course, immediately. Let me uh, give you, uh, let me start you off here with Senator Mitch McConnell giving you a 30-second response packed in neatly to about a minute and a half. This is where we are, Mr. President. If these reports are correct, an assassination attempt against a sitting justice or something close to it, this is exactly, exactly the kind of event that many feared that the terrible breach of the court's rules and norms could fuel. This is exactly the kind of event that many worried the unhinged, reckless, apocalyptic rhetoric from prominent figures toward the court going back many months, and especially in recent weeks, could make more likely. This is exactly, exactly why the Senate passed legislation very shortly after the leak to enhance the police protection for justices and their families. This is common sense, non-controversial legislation that passed in this chamber, in this chamber, unanimously. But House Democrats have spent weeks blocking, blocking the measure that passed here unanimously related to security for Supreme Court justices. The House's Democrats have refused to take it up. Now look, Mr. President, that needs to change, and it needs to change right now. Right now. House Democrats must pass this bill, and they need to do it today. And they say Republicans don't understand entertainment. <laughs> I mean, that was electric. And a moment, he took that moment of a Supreme Court justice almost being murdered and turned it into something you'd listen to when trying to fall asleep. But his point is, of course, accurate. It is something that is really problematic and has been problematic on the left for a long time. And a very suspicious, strange, bizarre way of not protecting Supreme Court justices after something like this happens by the House. Why? 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 It passed unanimously in the Senate and you can't get it through the House to get some uh, security over these nine people's houses to make sure they don't die. Is that really that much to ask? Nancy, I mentioned Nancy Pelosi sucks. Nancy Pelosi sucks, pen.com. Um, Marco Rubio called her out, said Pelosi still refuses to pass the bipartisan bill increasing security for Supreme Court justices. Senator, uh, Senator John Cornyn, who, you know, 
we could certainly do better then. Uh, Speaker Pelosi, I implore you, please pass my SCOTUS security bill. Every day they don't. The threat to the justices grows. The potential for tragedy becomes more likely and House Democrats achieve a new apex of political dysfunction. He's right on this point, of course. Ted Cruz also said Biden and the Dems need to stop their irresponsible and incendiary rhetoric on Roe and condemn the violence coming from their supporters. Now, look, every abortion supporter does not want violence to occur uh, against Supreme Court justices. To babies, sure, that's actually a huge priority for them. But to Supreme Court justices, I don't think that's their aim. I don't think they want Brett Kavanaugh dead, though some of them quite clearly do. Many of them don't. They only want children dead. That's a totally different goal, a totally different aim, and one we should all line up behind. Because if a society doesn't let you kill your kids, you're basically Gilead from The Handmaid's Tale. That's what we've learned, America. I hope you know that. Um, You may have noticed that this has been something that has been encouraged by the left. Encouraged. Go after their homes. Go find them when they're having dinner. Go harass them. Go after them. Make them feel the pain. Make them feel the hurt. Over and over and over and over again, in different words, the left has encouraged this very type of behavior. And I want to make something, there's an important distinction here from the way this is being talked about. You heard you hear this from, you know, some of the tweets that we talked about, some of the McConnell stuff uh, sort of characterized it this way. This idea that, OK, well, this really bad rhetoric could lead to some person doing something like this. And, uh, you know, look, there is some truth to that. But it's bigger than that. The person who leaked this wanted something like this to happen wanted them to at least believe it was going to happen, wanted them to be intimidated and scared and fearful for their own family's existence so that they would change their mind. Because as we all know, the right to kill children is that important to our future. Here's Jen Psaki on May 10th, 2022, talking about protests outside of the homes of Supreme Court justices. So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about I guess. Uh, protests that have been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes. And that's the president's position. Mm, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say she was just encouraging the peaceful part. But encouraging anything outside of someone's house is a really terrible idea. Lindsey Krauss, who is a uh, writer for The New York Times, for the friggin' New York Times, tweeted this. Protest in front of his country club, too, after someone suggesting they protest in front of their house, saying that was completely appro- uh, 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 inappropriate and wrong. Um, They went and said uh, protest in front of his country club. In fact, protesting for Roe at the Chevy Chase Club, where initiation fees are nearly 100,000 and annual dues are 10,000, will reach not only Kavanaugh, but also Justice Roberts. Both are members. Well, thank you so much for pointing that out. There's really no one lower than Chuck Schumer, though, is there? And I mean that kind of open-ended in almost any conversation. Is there anyone ever lower than Chuck Schumer? Only thing coming to mind is Beto, frankly. Here is Chuck Schumer back from March 2020, uh, encouraging this precise type of craziness to go on. Listen. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. 
You have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. Look at the smile. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. You will pay the price. You won't know what hit you. What the hell is that? What the hell is going on? This man is the Senate majority leader. The hell is going on? It's absolutely inexplicable. They begged for this type of stuff to happen, and now they have it. Congratulations, Chuck. You got what you wanted. I mean, unfortunately for you, I suppose at least it wasn't successful. But maybe next time, you know, maybe we can all get together. Why don't you continue? Don't don't encourage Nancy Pelosi to pass that bill, by the way. Just sit back quietly. Bask in what you've created. Fascinating. Of course, it's not just Supreme Court justices. A pro-life pregnancy center in New York was firebombed by a left wing group. Uh, Early this morning, police and firefighters responded to smoke at Compass Care's Buffalo office. The building was firebombed. The windows in the reception room and nurse's office were broken and fires lit. Graffiti on the building left by arsonists referred to the abortion terrorist group Jane's Revenge, reading Jane was here. We have uh, some pictures of that for you to enjoy. Look at that. There's the company. Because what what Compass, and you should know this, to be fair, full disclosure, Compass Care was trying to keep kids alive. So, obviously, the firebombing, completely justified. What a bizarre time. Violence against people because they want to protect the lives of children. How is this possible? What the hell kind of country is this? Brett Kavanaugh, who has been through a lot. I don't know if you know this. First of all, they accused him of rape. And, you know, honestly, like if you're on the left and you believe the stuff that they said, people like Chuck Schumer said that this man was essentially a rapist. I'm not surprised they wouldn't feel so bad about doing damage to him and to his family and his possessions. Uh, You know, I mean, that's kind of goes hand in hand with uh, you got a rapist running around ruining women's rights. And you're hearing the Senate majority leader tell you to to go and make sure that he, uh, you know, feels the pain of his decisions. Uh, Where do you think this leads? Again, you know, you can't. There's no legal recourse here against someone like Chuck Schumer for this. We live in a country that really sets the foundation really strongly on speech. I think overall that's really preferable. Uh, That's the way we should go. And we shouldn't give up on that just because uh, there's speech that we don't like, even when it leads to really negative consequences. We certainly feel that way about the Second Amendment. Right. I mean, we we want the right to defend ourselves. Sometimes people go out there and do terrible, terrible things. And it's not the fault of the NRA when they do it. It's not the fault of Chuck Schumer necessarily when this goes on. But it is important to understand that they are literally encouraging these things to happen. They're almost asking for them. To happen, And they're doing them in front of crowds with smiling faces as if they got that some cute little wreck on Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. This is a real problem. The, the people who are doing this are despicable, despicable human beings. There's no excuse for this. There's no reason to act this way. And it really is unbelievable that the Supreme Court will not just release these opinions. It's time, guys. It's time. Release them. 
you're in the window. You released another opinion today from Clarence Thomas on a, a, a smaller case that most people were not paying attention to. And I can kind of understand the initial hesitance to not release the decision immediately because in a way you're giving power to whoever leaked it. You're, you're letting them set the agenda. And I can understand pushing back on that a little bit. But we're in the window here. These decisions are coming out anyway. The one came out today. Several have come out already. Stop the little game where we wait for the last minute to release the really controversial opinions and release them. Get this over with. These people's lives are in danger and Nancy Pelosi is doing everything she can to keep it that way. They should pass this immediately. Protect these people. It's insane. It didn't already exist. How can we have Supreme Court justices with no security? This makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. There are crazy people on the right as well that don't like, you know, Sotomayor or, or Ruth Bader Ginsburg back in the day. They should be protected, too. These institutions are important. They're the part of the foundation of the country. We can't just let them get assassinated because you don't like the way they're deciding cases. We'll keep following this and we'll talk to Glenn Beck about it as well. Next. Well, you know, it's important. It's important to make sure your skin is in perfect condition. I have uh, lots of friends and relatives who have heard about Chamonix from me. And now get Chamonix. They love it. It's the best in skincare. There's only one week left for GenuCell's summer clearance sale. Now, over, uh, you can save over 60% on GenuCell's most popular package at GenuCell.com. Order today and get GenuCell's dark spot corrector to visibly reduce those pesky dark sunspots free. Dark sunspot corrector uh, is going to take care of, uh, you know, the dark spots, the age spots, the sunspots that can, uh, you know, you get from being out in the sun during the summer. Uh, GenuCell has been family owned and operated since day one. They know what it's like for people in the economy right now. So they decided they're not going to raise prices. I know inflation's going crazy. They're going to keep the prices the same. Uh, and they want you to be able to get the best in skincare for not a dime more. And I think that's, uh, that's really important. They also guarantee results or your money back. Sign up for GenuCell's Best in Class Rewards Program as well. You'll get an extra 10% off your order and you'll get a complimentary gift set. Go to GenuCell.com slash stew, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash stew. Enter Stu at checkout, get extra summer savings. They also will give you the most popular, with the most popular package, they're going to give you the Ginny Cells immediate effects. That's treatment for results in as little as 12 hours. No risk here. Everything's guaranteed. So go to GenuCell.com slash Stu, GenuCell.com slash Stu. I'm joined by Glenn Beck. He's a host here at Blaze TV. His new special is coming up next at 9 p.m. Eastern. How many times Be do sure. I have to tell you guys I don't want to do this stupid show? I mean, it is, it's ridiculous. Be Every week it's the same thing with this guy. Uh, All right, just tell me when you're ready. Be sure to check out Glenn Beck's new special tonight. It's Fascist Fantasies, the Dangerous I'm Origins. not hearing anything yet. Dangerous Origins of Biden's Takeover. Glenn, can you hear me? Oh, there he is. Glenn. I can hear you. Hi, Stu. How are you? Great, Glenn. Thanks for so, so good much to be for on taking your the time and and uh, and putting in sure. all the effort to make sure this happens on a weekly basis. My time is my time is your time. Anytime. Mm. Anytime. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's very gracious of you. And I appreciate you 
Thank you. Doing that. Um, let me uh, start with the radio program today. Uh, I, w- I, was, I, yeah. was, I was listening to it. I, I caught a good 15 minutes of it today. And you were talking uh, to um, someone who <laughs> was in prison for January 6th. I thought you this were- was a, really a fascinating interview. As far as I know, the first time anyone has spoken to this guy publicly since he was arrested. Yeah, um, you know, it's not easy getting in touch with any of these people um, because they've been hidden away. And, uh, you know, I just I just found out uh, earlier today that we are not posting it on YouTube or Twitter or anything. We're posting it on Rumble and where you get your podcast because we're going to be docked for it. because you, I guess it's just too dangerous of a conversation. There was nothing dangerous about that conversation. That was having a conversation with a guy who's been charged with sedition. They say he's the most dangerous out of all of them. His story is completely different. Um, it doesn't seem like there has been a real uh, march to justice. But if he's guilty, I want him to go to prison. I want him to go to prison. I just don't believe in political prisoners. Why is that so dangerous? I, I don't know. I mean, and the guys, you know, look, you can only t- tell so much by talking to someone. He didn't seem like an out of control, insane person. He seemed relatively calm, told his story consistently. And we don't know for sure all the details that the, the, the government is telling us that he did all these terrible things. We'll find that out, I guess, at the trial, uh, if there ever is one. But, you know, we do know that people did the type of thing he's claiming uh, that happened to him, that people walked in past police officers who were not really trying to stop them, did not commit vandalism, uh, did not beat up on, on police officers. And yet even talking about those cases is, is getting banned by social media. It really is a it's a disturbing time when you're trying to find the truth about a big story like this. Yeah, we're kind of talking about a little bit of it um, in a different angle on the show tonight, right after this crappy show. (laughs) I mean, after your program. Yes. Can you guys edit that out? Yeah, we can get it. Mm -hmm. Oh, crap. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was just kidding. Anyway, um, uh, you know, we're going to talk about it here just in in a little while on my program (laughs) about how this has all happened before. um, And it's always sedition. It happened with sedition under uh, Wilson and then under Roosevelt. And it's extraordinarily dangerous. And we all want people to go to jail and pay for whatever crime that is. But we we want to make sure that it's fair and everyone is treated equally. This this is the this is the system that everyone around the world, including those founding fathers, came here to escape they're still coming here because you can't get real justice anymore um and i find it really disturbing because it'll be interesting to see how the bombing last night of the uh the pro-life clinic uh up in the upstate new york area that happened yesterday how are they treating that they've been on social media saying you know we want an uprising 8 p.m. the night that they announce the uh, decision on Roe versus Wade. They've been calling for it on social media. Then this same group just took credit for, I think it was, was it Wisconsin and the one uh, last night in, in New York? 
are they being shut down? Are they going to prison? What's going to happen to the guy who tried to kill Kavanaugh? Is he going to be dismissed or is somebody going to take that seriously? Mm, it really is uh, terrifying. Um, do, what do you make of the criticism that some are leveling that, hey, you know, two, three months ago, every conservative was saying, well, I mean, they just keep arresting grandmas that walked in. They're not charging anybody. They're, where's all the terrorism charges? Where are all the sedition charges? Now we're starting to see those trickle out and conservatives are upset about that. I'm not upset about that if that's what this really is. I'm concerned that this is, uh, pardon the pun, a trumped up uh, uh, story that that some of these guys, I know the guy with the, you know, the Barney Rubble water (laughs) buffalo helmet that he was wearing. um, That guy either needs to be in an institution or go to jail. The people who were violent or were stealing things, those people, I have no problem punishing those as the law dictates no special laws but i have no problem with that if you have evidence of people um uh going in and uh, you know conspiring to kill anybody to hurt anybody to disrupt i'm fine with that but why did it take you a year to come up with seditious charges and i find it really hard to believe that Antifa has never done anything seditious, but these guys did. Mm. Because while uh, Antifa has not overthrown the government, they have certainly encouraged people to do that. That's sedition. What's the difference? Mm. Uh, You had bridged the gap between uh, this and what was going on with Brett Kavanaugh. You know, the thing that's really shocking about all of this is this is not a side uh, horror show from the leak of these documents. I mean, in my mind, this is was essentially the goal of the leak of these documents to at the very least intimidate these uh, Supreme Court justices. And at the worst, maybe this hoping someone like this could be successful and, uh, you know, overturn what could be coming with Roe versus Wade. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Uh, 100% agree. 100% agree. This is um, the left's playbook. Um, It's always a win-win. You'll see it. We talked to Josh Hammer today and he mentioned this. We'll see it um, happen the same exact way when they find the leaker. It's impossible for me to believe that they haven't found the person who has leaked um, uh, Mike Lee told me he thought that it was going to be released after all of the court cases. They will say, we found the leaker. Here's who they are. Uh, and they're never going to practice law again. But you watch that person will go on to some great job, may not be in law, but maybe they're a legal analyst, you know, a, a legal uh, analyst for NBC or or something like that. They have applauded that person and This is what comes from that. This is, I believe, what they wanted. This is terrorism. They are trying to intimidate people to be able to get the outcome politically of what they want. That's the definition of terrorism. And these sorts of organizations are the type that 
if you judge by social media terms of service, should be being banned. I mean, there are organizations that are bragging about protesting out in front of Brett Kavanaugh's house and have been doing this for months and months and months. And we see the comments by people like Chuck Schumer, who said something about the Supreme Court that is much, much worse than anything Donald Trump said about January 6th. It's not even close. Trump's off Twitter forever. Schumer continues to run his mouth. I mean, is there any chance, maybe with Elon Musk coming in, uh, that we'll see some sort of uh, equality when it comes to the way they enforce these policies? I hope so, but I've given up on uh, common sense and the right thing being done. Um, we just have to do the right thing in our in our own lives. That's why when I talk to this guy, it's like, do you condone the violence? Do you uh, uh, you know, where do you stand on violence? And he's like, protect yourself. Yes. And take a stand. But violence? No. Mm. Um, and violence is the worst thing that could happen. You know, the what's happening to us right now is what happened with um John Wilkes Booth and Lincoln. He he didn't just hate Lincoln. He wanted to get the North really upset and say, we got to go down and finish them off. We got it because he thought that they surrendered, the, the South did, and that they shouldn't have. And so if the um, if the North would get really upset, they would come down and just start slaughtering and the ri- the rise of the South and they had a chance to win. That's why he killed Abraham Lincoln. Uh, it wasn't just driven by hatred of the man. He wanted a war to be picked up again. And I think that's what's happening. Um, I think the left wants a war inside of America. They want our side to strike out. Um, and boy, I tell you, if they would have killed Kavanaugh mm. or anybody else, uh, and then there's a, you know, we were talking about it earlier today. There is no precedent for this, um, other than Scalia dying. And, um, he was just, his decision was taken off. If they kill one of these, uh, Supreme court justices before the decision is rendered, uh, you, you may have it go the other direction, um, which is extraordinarily terrifying because people would be tempted to say, oh, I don't know. Uh, that's uh, more than sedition. That's treason and terrorism. Mm. And uh, the thing we have to remember is Abraham Lincoln with malice toward none and charity toward all. Let us bind the wounds of this nation, because if we get mad and strike back, it's over. It's over. Let me change gears here before we go. And you have the special on tonight about Joe Biden and sort of his his origin story, I guess, in a way. Do you mm-hmm. think uh, Joe is Joe Biden since Woodrow Wilson? Let me put that in. Is he the worst president we've had since Woodrow Wilson? Um, I'm not sure. He's kind of like Woodrow Wilson was at the end where he was so obvious that it was like, oh, my gosh, FDR wasn't so obvious to a lot of people. FDR was violating the Constitution, um, just hogging power. Um, But he got away with it because people believed him. 
So I think the most dangerous out of the three may have been um, FDR for his approach. Um, Wilson was at the beginning and his legacy is still running through our our uh, departments of higher education uh, and uh, through our government. So is so is FDR because nobody paid attention to it. And I, I, I'll never forget when I thought, wait a minute, whose side started whose side had power when they passed an amendment that no president should serve as long as FDR did? And the answer is it was the Democrats. They got to the other side of that and went, geez, that can never happen again. We were we were gone if he didn't die. That's frightening. <laughs> really is frightening. And we've seen over and over again Joe Biden try to compare himself to FDR. They've leaked to the press that he's the new FDR. Oh, right. uh, I can't wait to see all the evidence you listen you have to tonight. His, to, yeah, tonight um, I have uh, a piece of his um, first inaugural address that will chill your blood, chill your blood, because it's exactly the same thing this guy is saying. And now we know what FDR did, what what Joe Biden will do with a national emergency on climate change is unthinkable, unthinkable. Well, Glenn Beck, always gracious with his time, uh, always the type of person. Any time for you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Fascist fantasies, the dangerous origins of Biden's takeover. And it's coming up next at 9 p.m. Eastern. Don't go anywhere. And as always, the best way to watch with is your with blaze tv.com slash stew uh enter the yeah, promo code not, not another week okay not another week debunked uh to save 20 bucks uh i don't know if glenn is oh I, we've we've lost him uh but thank you for coming on the show anyway and we really appreciate all of your How time was that? each week uh, bye but Uh, buying or selling a home is already a stressful time for everybody, and it can be made worse if you have a terrible real estate agent. Like if you have a terrible co-host on a radio show, you know what I mean? It just really ruins your life, and you start to get angry. And I know I can agree with that one. How is he still? Yeah, he can hear me now. He can hear me in the middle of the interview. Somehow he can hear me now. Uh, real estate agent. We... I'm sorry. Okay, there you go. Realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go. To go, and I I hesitate to tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com because it's Glenn's company, and if you trust Glenn, maybe uh, maybe maybe you're insane. Realestateagentsitrust.com though is a good place because other people work there. Glenn, I mean Glenn, it was Glenn's idea, but I mean, what does he have to do with it at this point? I mean, the guy barely can show up for his interviews every week. Realestateagentsitrust.com, get the best agent in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. You know, not too long ago, I had a dream, and I thought to myself, if CNN Plus can exist, why not Stu Plus? And ever since then, we've been able to put Stu Plus into into works, and it's now lasted a lot longer than CNN Plus did. In fact, we didn't even spend near $400 million on it. I mean, it was like way less than that, considerably less. I can't give you the exact number, but it's closer to 
zero dollars than 400 million. That's all I'll say. Uh, but it is kind of like our, we've been going live on YouTube, and I, I would love for you to go to youtube.com slash America. There, you should follow, of course, subscribe or follow or whatever it is. I don't know what it is on YouTube, whatever it is. Uh, click the thing there and then click the bell. If you click the bell, it will notify you when we do these live shows. And we like to do them when breaking news is going on. So if you want to hear more commentary about today's crazy events, kind of the instant reaction to the Kavanaugh stuff that went on today, as well as some more talk about the gun special that we had last week, one of the biggest shows we've ever had. Uh, make sure to check it out. Uh, you can do it at youtube.com slash America. We also have something else starting here, which I really like, to be honest with you. We've talked to you so many times about, hey, you gotta like the show. And by the way, if you're on YouTube right now, click like in three, two, one, now. Because when we all do it at the same time, YouTube thinks like the most amazing thing that's ever happened has gone on right at that moment because everyone's like, oh my gosh, like, 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 like. So do it anytime within this like 10 or 15 second period and, and YouTube will love us. But so much of this, and I beg you all the time to do things like rate and review the show and, and subscribe and follow and comment and like. And, you know, it's, I don't necessarily like asking you to do that, but it is a free way for you to support the show. And it really does help us spread the word. And we have to do that. Right. That's 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 the game. And so many times I've begged you for this. We had a commenter the other day on the YouTube feed. Just just cut to the chase and write algorithmic engagement comment. Which just made me laugh really hard. And now it's just turning into a thing. It's now a thing. You could just go on YouTube right now and just type algorithmic engagement comment. If you want to review the show on podcast, you could write algorithmic engagement review, whatever you want. Uh, we have a bunch of them. Vaughn wrote algorithmic engagement comment. Sargon of Cincinnati, algorithmic engagement comment. Mox Avenger, I picked up some rainbow TP to celebrate. I don't know what he's celebrating, but he writes some more AEC for you. Uh, AEC, algorithmic engagement comment. It won't let me like it, but AEC is coming through, though. Love the debunking episode, and thanks for citing the sources loudly and often. Favorite show. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Uh, your monologue should take up 90% of the show. Your intelligent takes and humor are very engaging. I appreciate that, but I get really sick of my voice after about 20 minutes. After that, i got to let somebody else talk because, ugh, God, just stop running your mouth all the time. Uh, also, on podcasts, it's great. We've had so many people... Ever since we did this special, so many people come over to the podcast and learning about the show, I guess, for the first time and checking it out, getting all the facts on guns and have been sticking around. I really do appreciate it. If you're one of the newbies, thank you so much for stopping by. Five stars, by the way, is the appropriate number of stars when you place a review on podcast. Just the facts, ma'am. Stu is the master of stats and understanding the details and imperfections of surveys and st statistical analysis. His sense of humor also helps filter the fact that sometimes stats and surveys are boring. His wife is kind of hot, too. I'm not sure how he pulled that off. You know, frankly, I, neither am I. And neither is anyone else that knows both of us or one of us. Um, seems to be a real point of confusion among many of the people I'm close to. How did that happen? Why did it happen? Why does it continue? I, I, can't, I, don't, I can't answer that for her, but I will say um, thanks so much for the kind words. Back in a second.
The three-week rule may be the best financial advice ever. What is the three-week rule? Wait three weeks to buy that new car. Wait three weeks to refi your home mortgage. Wait three weeks to finance any major purchase. And then at the end of the three weeks, don't buy it because you don't need it. Actually, you should buy it. This is America. What are you talking about? After the three weeks, just make sure your credit score is higher because that's how fast the average ScoreMaster user can take uh, to boost his or her credit score. An average of 61 points, by the way. And 61 points added to your credit score is a big deal. It's going to save you thousands of dollars on a home, you know, hundreds to thousands of dollars on a car. If you happen to be buying Vladimir Putin's yacht, it's going to save you millions millions of dollars. ScoreMaster technology was developed by credit data scientists to boost your credit score higher and faster than you thought possible. ScoreMaster is easy. It takes only about a minute to get started and you don't have to wait months for your best credit score. Give it a shot. Try ScoreMaster today. See how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash stew, scoremaster.com slash stew. Get your credit score where it should be with ScoreMaster. Scoremaster.com slash stew. So if you were thinking to yourself, man, this economy is going just too well. Joe Biden's doing too good of a job. Uh, I have some bad news for you. Housing affordability is down uh, and it's down by more than it's ever been down uh, before. Uh, Fastest clip on record, 29 percent year to year drop in housing affordability. This is not going to help uh, the Democrats here in the upcoming midterms. And you know what? Good. Not good because the prices are up, but good that it doesn't help. Uh, And look, I think, you know, people in California have been dealing with this for a while. And you kind of wonder, why don't you throw these people out of office? Why do you keep putting the same people in over and over and over again? Well, San Francisco actually did make some very strange decisions yesterday. Uh, Chesa Boudin. Uh, is gone. He was a progressive DA, a crazy one, man. You know, one of these, like, you know, Soros had this um, uh, part of his activism was to put in people who would implement these sorts of crazy um, policies on the left that they always want, like letting, basically not punishing criminals, letting them out of prison, open air drug markets, free to go, all the crazy stuff that you'd think. And this guy came into San Francisco. Everyone was like, okay, well, it's San Francisco. Of course, they're going to like him there. They don't even like him. In fact, he was ousted in a recall. 60% of voters uh, said they would uh, get rid of the guy. So he's gone. And that is a very good thing for the people of San Francisco. Now, one of the most outspoken vo- uh, voices against what's gone on in San Francisco is a guy we've had on the show several times, Michael Schellenberger. We were kind of hopeful that he would have a, a chance. And I think he made it's tough. I think he made the right decision when it comes to winning the general election, running as an, an independent. But when it comes to a primary process, people generally are just going to see D or R. And he wound up finishing third in the race. That means he does not advance to the final against Gavin Newsom. But... The good thing about that is uh, there is a Republican against him. If you're in California, you do have an option and you should take it because Gavin Newsom sucks. I want to give you one more story from the elections last night. Uh, uh, Christy Nome, you know, if, if if my conservative Twitter feed were voting, Christy Nome would have lost by 80 points. It's just another example of why you know, conservative Twitter or liberal Twitter, it's not real life. Twitter is not real. Um, Christy Nome won very easily, in fact, had over 70 percent of the vote uh, in her primary race as well. She will move on and obviously uh, win the general election, uh, barring incredibly bizarre circumstances. So uh, Christy Nome advances. John Thune advances as well. Nothing really exciting happened last night other than San Francisco. But th- that's your election update for this week. 
Do you want to forget about Joe Biden for an hour? It's possible, I swear. StuDoesPowerHour.com. Maybe come see the Power Hour live in studio. You can do this. It's July 8th. Go to StuDoesPowerHour.com to sign up for more information. Going to be a blast and will make you forget lots of crap.